Well, hello everybody, it's wonderful to have you with us. I pray wherever you are that you know that God is with you exactly in the place where you are. Now, just before we begin today, don't forget, if for some reason the email does not arrive, if that's how you're watching the daily devotionals, you don't have to miss on that day. Go to this address on the screen, look up New Beginnings, Daily Devotionals, and it will be right there. All of the videos up to that point in time will be there. Then let us know that you missed it and our technical team will look into why you haven't received it at all. Don't forget also, if you happen to miss one and life gets busy, as we say, uh, don't worry about going back and watching the past ones. Just watch the current day. Of course, if you get time, you can go back, but just watch the current day. Well, we've been talking a lot about our heart. We've been talking about how God examines our heart as, and, and our response to God coming from our heart. And creating a new heart with us, uh, a, a new place in us, can be a little difficult. And I want to look at it from the perspective of what God can do for us. Now in the Old Testament, whenever we read the Old Testament, we look at the Old Testament through the eyes of the New Testament, the fact that Jesus has come. But, when we, but, but there's truth in the Old Testament for us. And if we go back to 2 Samuel chapter 11, we can read the story of David who commits adultery with Bathsheba. And uh, one day David, who has sent all the army off to war, is walking on the roof of his house. He sees Bathsheba bathing on the roof of another house. Uh, he then sends for her. One thing leads to another. And before you know it, he's got her pregnant. He then realizes as the king, this will not go well for him. And so he does everything he can to try and cover his wrong. Have you ever done something wrong and you try, you feel guilty and you try to cover it up? Well, David brings back Uriah the Hittite, Bathsheba's husband, in the hope that he will go home to his house and it, it won't be found out that Bathsheba is pregnant because her husband came home from the war. But he won't go to his home because the war is on and he feels loyal to the soldiers that are there. Eventually, David, when he realizes he can't get Uriah to go home and uh, to, to be with his wife, he makes the decision to put Uriah at the front of the fighting he, and, and then to get the soldiers to drop back and Uriah gets killed. And David then is able to take Bathsheba as his wife. In other words, David is an adulterer. In other words, David is a manipulator and David is a murderer. Well, the prophet Nathan comes to him at the, in chapter 12 and says to him that this is wrong and points out to David his wrong. And David comes to his senses and is convicted of his wrong. And then we read in Psalm 51 what is David's response to God and, and the prayer he prays. And in all of our lives, when we, we realize that as this psalm is pertinent to us because it talks about God, this is what I need from you. When I was younger, I used to always think to myself, it's all about me trying harder and if I'll be a good boy. You know, as a Catholic person, I'd go off to reconciliation, confession, and then I'd come out and I'd say, I'm not going to do it again, I'm not going to do it again, I'm not going to do it again. I'd ask God's forgiveness in my prayer for something, I'm not going to do it again, I'm not going to do it again. And then I would. Uh, and, and I'm probably typical of many people that I would do the same things sometimes again and again. And, 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 and then all of a sudden, years go by, decades go by, and I get to this age, and I realize that I'm living with frailty and weakness in my life. 
that there is some sin and some weakness in me, no matter how many times I've asked God's forgiveness, that has never gone away, that, I've, that I continue to live with. And we read in, you know, St. Paul says in Romans seven fifteen, how come I know the right thing to do and I can't do it? Lent is a moment where we stop and we come face to face with the reality of our frailty. We come face to face with not just the fact of our sin, but our frailty and that we need God. And so David, he writes this Psalm 51. And there's just one verse that I want to lean into uh, and and look at. Uh, But David basically says in this Psalm, God, we need you. I need you. I can't do this. God, so according to who you are, according to your love, according to your greatness, according to your magnificence, would you change me? In verse 10, it says this, Create in me a clean heart, O God, and put a new and right spirit within me. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and put a new and right spirit within me. David doesn't stop and say, "Um, God, I will change myself. David doesn't stop and say, I will try harder. He doesn't say any of that. No, no, no. He says, God, you do it. And if you read Psalm 51, what you see over and over is it's, God, you wash me. God, you cleanse me. God, you forget. God, you cover my sinfulness. Uh, David does what I didn't understand, or maybe it was the Catholic guilt in me when I was younger, that I always thought it was about me being better. But yet I kept coming up against the fact that even when I tried my best, I kept falling down. And, And even though I have been in this church work for decades, there's still sin within me that I still fall short, that I have not become (laughs) perfect. And now I realize I can't and that I need need God more deeply. I was talking to a priest in his 80s the other day, someone who's a good number of years older than me. And he talked about the fact that how desperately he is still in need of God in his life and that there is still frailty within him. And so my prayer for you is that you would begin to pray, create in me a clean heart, O God. And you can stop and say, so are you saying that we don't have to do anything? Oh, yes, we do. The thing that we have to do is we need to surrender to God and say, God, would you do it within me? And of course, we do our best, no doubt, we do our best. But, but what's more deeply important is not that we're doing, not that we are, aren't, aren't doing our best, We do our best, of course, but that we surrender. We hand ourselves over to God and we say, Lord, this heart within me, where I I am my truest self, create a new heart within me. That's really what Lent is about. Lent is about God being allowed access to our life to do an internal surgery, we might say, within us to transform us. Lent is coming face to face with who we truly are. Loving Father, I pray that you would create a clean heart, a put a new and renewed heart, a clean and renewed heart within us. Lord, would you do this for us, just as you did for David? Because in time you would call David a man after your own heart. Lord God, allow us to be a person after your own heart because you have put a new and right spirit, a new heart within us. 
And Father, we make this prayer in the name of Jesus through the power of your Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you. See you tomorrow. And don't forget wherever you are, God is never far from you.